I'm not going to take a long time here. You've heard so many good things already, but let me just read something to you in the 30th chapter of 1 Samuel. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire, taking the women captive and their but that were therein, they slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire. Their wives, their children, their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captive. And Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Canaanite, Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed. Have any of you ever been greatly distressed? I want you to relate to what I'm going to say here. Not just distressed, but greatly distressed. And the people spake of stoning him because the soul of all the people were grieved. Every man, the people were grieved. Every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. Encouraged himself. When your back is to the wall, turn your face toward the Lord. God bless you. You may be seated. It's a wonderful thing when you see how God works on individuals. And you look in the Bible, you see how men are listed, their names stand out. And I marvel, Ezekiel 14, 14, three men are linked together. The only time in the Bible but that one chapter 14, Noah, Daniel, and Job. And those men represent what could cause all of us to be backed up our backs to the wall. Job fought the devil. Daniel fought the flesh. Amen? And uh, Noah fought the world. The world, the flesh, and the devil are always going to be your enemy. That's what we're fighting against every day that we live. If you want to live for God and do His will, you've got to fight the devil. You've got to fight the flesh. You've got to fight the world. I guess the biggest battle that I fight is that that dwells between my two ears, the flesh. You say, you ever completely conquer the flesh? No. That's why Paul said, I die daily. If the great apostle Paul didn't completely conquer the flesh, who do I think I am? That means you have to walk with God every day. 
Amen. When I start my prayer every day, I say, thank you, Jesus, that you let me come into your presence. I'm so glad that you still love me. And uh, I feel so good when I get through uh, talking to the Lord sometimes an hour or longer than I just sit there. And I enjoy hearing him talk to me. What a wonderful relationship. I can talk to the Lord. Most of all, he can talk to me. I had an experience in prayer a few days ago. I've never had an experience like that in all my life. We've talked about how the devil comes and and he begins to work and does his best to, to hurt everybody. And uh, I had been sitting down praying, and I was laying down praying, and I opened my eyes, and there stood a man looking straight down at me. And I tried to figure out who it was, and I discovered that he was after me, but I live in that name called Jesus. When you live in that name, You don't have to scream and holler when you need it because you're living in that name. And all of a sudden, it just disappeared. I never had my 70, nearly 70 years of preaching, I never had an experience like that. But I found out you don't have to get distressed. You're going to fight the devil every inch of the way. John 10 and 10 says, A thief cometh not but kill, steal, and destroy, but I am come that you might have life, not just life, life, and more abundantly. So we have the abundant life in Jesus Christ. And then John 1 and 4 said, And the life was the light of men, his light that he gives us, is a radiant light. It's a marvelous light. So I have that I have that abundant life. I have the radiant life. And then uh, the Bible tells us in the book of Revelation, seven churches, it's an overcoming life because to keep the door open, uh, the Lord told those churches, you better repent and to him that overcometh. You read it sometimes carefully. Is that all? No, there's another thing. In the fourth chapter of John, when Jesus went to Samaria, there was a woman, as he sat at the well, a woman come to draw water, and she was a woman of ill repute, and nobody wanted her around. The women would come earlier and get their water. They didn't want to be around her. And... uh, but Jesus took time for her. He's, she's the only one. And so uh, he told her, said, you know, if you drink this water, you'll thirst again. But if you drink the water that I give, there will be within you a well of water springing up into what? Everybody say everlasting life. So... The more abundant life becomes the radiant life. 
It becomes the overcoming life, and it becomes the everlasting life. Don't you ever forget what you're in is just not for the woman. It's going to be everlasting for all of us who are willing to do the will of God. Praise God. Oh, my, I feel a victory in my heart today, and and uh, I don't know how much longer I have in this world, but when I pray every day, I beg the Lord to let me go a little longer. And I said, I tell the Lord I'm willing to crawl on my hands and knees if I have to, to reach out to touch the lost. Amen. And I mean that. I don't want anything. I don't want a thing. I don't want a thing in this world. I just want Jesus, more of Jesus. I wish I could make you hunger and thirst after the Lord tonight enough that I want Jesus. I've got to live in his wonderful word and his spirit that touches my life. I want more and more of Jesus. Hallelujah. And if we don't lift him up, Everybody is going to go home discouraged and defeated here tonight. I want you to go home and feel like, hey, I felt Jesus. We lifted up Jesus. We didn't jump and holler and run, but we really felt the nearness of his presence. And that's what I feel tonight. You can get along without a lot of things, but I want to tell you, you cannot get along without the presence of God. And you might as well make up your mind. I'm going to give it a hundred percent. I am going to make it somehow. Amen. Three things that I learned in this scripture from David. And of course, his back was to the wall. They'd been out fighting the Philistines. And they come home to find out that uh, the Amalekites had come in. And after being weary from the battles, now the greatest battle is to look and see their city on fire and their their children, their families, their wives are taken captive. And the men wept until there was no more, no more spirit or strength in them. And uh, David was wondering what he was going to do because he heard the men saying, it's David's fault. We followed him. We fought the battle for him. We got the victory, and we come home, and look, our city's burned. We don't know what's happened to our families. And they picked up stones, and David saw that. They were going to stone him to death. And then he got to thinking, they can't stone me. And the reason was because he remembered the past. Now, if you want to get out of your discouragement, despair, draw strength from what's happened in the past. How God delivered you, how he saved you, how he protected you, how he helped you on a day-by-day basis. Remember the past. Amen. Remember a great experience you've had with God. I've had uh, three supernatural experiences in my life, and oh, how great they were. And I draw strength from that. Each one of them spent three hours 
I, two of them was up in the attics of churches. Amen. And I pulled myself up in the attic and I was so defeated and in despair and despondent. I, I thought, well, there's no use to keep going. But then I decided that I was going to get up in the attic away from everybody, away from everything. And I wailed, I wept, I travailed, I interceded. And uh, my wife came looking for me. Something important came up. And I heard her call my name. And I just got real quiet. She told me later, I heard you groaning. And I was afraid you were dying somewhere. Yes, I was. I was dying to self. Amen. Praise God. And after seven hours, the load lifted. I felt a victory. And uh, we hadn't had anyone receive the Holy Ghost in two years in Life Tabernacle. And I was never used to that. And uh, so when I dropped out of that attic, I felt there was not a dry stitch on my clothes because it was hot up there. It was uncomfortable up there, but I had something down here. Amen. And, uh, you know, to find the will of God, you don't find it going up and down the freeways. You've got to take time to wait upon the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord shall what? Renew their strength. I've had to have my strength renewed many times But thank God I've been able to draw from the past. No wonder David could say, I goes in distress when I thought of the the wicked, how they prosper. They're not in trouble like other men. And, And he said, I dwelt on that for a long time until I went to the house of the Lord. And he said, he prayed, and uh, long enough that he finally said, Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there's none on earth that I desire besides thee. Now, on the other side of heaven, we can all, all say, Well, whom have I in heaven but thee? But we've got to learn there's no one on earth beside him. We can trust him in our everyday life. And prepare for the other life. David remembered all of those good things. He drew strength from it. And he realized he could not go to anybody but to the Lord in prayer. I'm here to tell you folks. I've been living for God nearly all of my life. I have gone through many, many things. I won't get into that. But. God has never failed me. Not one time. Amen. Even the Lord asked a question to his people one time. Oh, my people, what have I done to you? Wherein have I wearied thee? Testify against me. You think the almighty God says that. Go ahead, testify against me. Have I ever failed you? Have I ever let you down? Didn't I supply your needs? Didn't I bring you out when your back was to the wall? 
I'm glad I serve a God like that. Amen. And I feel his presence right now. I know that he's here. And if we will open our hearts as wide as we can, we're going to see it. We're going to feel it. We're going to enjoy it. We're going to know it. We're going to go home feeling, I didn't expect to feel that good when I came. But you came to the house of God. Amen. Praise God. The Lord is in this church. This church is in the perfect will of God. Your pastor is in the perfect will of God. Knowing that, just turn yourself over to the Lord and trust the man of God and uh, you will make it somehow. Amen. And then David encouraged himself I remember in the past, and of course that included the giant and the bear and the lion. He conquered all those things. Folks asked me, he had five smooth stones. Why did he need the other four when it just took one? Well, he knew that this giant had four brothers that were giants. He was going to be prepared. Amen. And he thought, I've got victories in the past. I've got the Lord God Almighty in the present. And in the future, I know that I'm going to have a victory. And you read about it. You will find out that God gave David victories like no one else in the Bible. Amen. I don't care what you're going through. Just say, well, I remember the past, and I'm serving a God of the present, and I know that there's a great future ahead. Amen. Oh, my. The thought of being in the bride of Christ, and I agree with what Brother Tuttle said here tonight. This world is in trouble. Any moment these nations could join together or be against one another so much that war would break out and uh, their main goal is to get rid of America. They hate the United States. The U.S. has supplied their needs, protected them, been there with them, but they hate those that gave them what they have. You may wake up in the morning... And your newspaper will say, looks like the world is coming to an end. But I'm not upset about that. I just want to be in the rapture. Is that all? No, we can escape the mark of the beast. Is that all? No, we're going to rule and reign with Jesus a thousand years. Is that all? No, there's a heaven of heavens that we're going to enjoy throughout eternity. So think of victories of the past and think of our promise for the future. Jesus said, I go away, but I promise you that I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. Oh, praise the Lord a little bit. Blessed be the Lord.
Amen. Thank the Lord. We've got a wonderful future. David thought, you know, they can't kill me. The Lord promised me that I'd wear the crown in Israel someday, and I, I've never put it on yet. They can't kill me. I've got a promise. Do you feel that promise in your heart? My, my, my. And they, uh, Paul says it so well. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of the eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet of God shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed, and then will be brought to pass the saying that is written, O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is your victory? Amen. The sting of, of sin is death. The strength of sin of, of Jesus is the law. But thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You want to get out of the hole that you're in? You want to get out of the back to the wall? You say, have you ever been there? I've worn a hole in the back of the wall. Sometimes I've been there. Here I come again, Lord. I've got to have you, but you told me to come. So here I am. Oh, the promises that God gives to the church. And I feel that we need to claim the promise of God tonight. I don't care what you're going through. David turned his face to the wall and he prayed and he encouraged himself. You know, there are times your friends will help you and you depend on them. But then there are times that a friend can't do a thing to help you. That's when you have to trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. And then he will direct your path. Let's go forward. There's a great revival waiting for this church. You haven't experienced it yet, but you're going to. And I've told you before, standing behind this pulpit, we don't need to look down. We need to look up. We don't need to feel defeated. We need to feel the deliverance. I live in that atmosphere, and it's so wonderful to claim the promise of God. My, my, my. Thank the Lord. My children at home, when they get real quiet, I, they've been in trouble. You folks are mighty quiet here tonight. You're in trouble. Amen. Thank the Lord for his goodness. Don't you love him tonight? I wonder who loves the Lord the most right here tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise God.
Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Come on, let's thank him. Let's love him. Let's encourage ourselves. Let's encourage ourselves. We're going to get out of the rut we're in. We're going to give it everything we've got. We're going to do it with all of our hearts. We're going to quit playing around. We're not going to stop at a halfway house. We're not going to worship God halfway. We're not going to live for God halfway. We're not going to let our church be halfway. It's going to be a 100% or nothing. Let's rise up to the occasion and realize that God has given us victories in the past and He's present with us and the best is yet to come. Promise for the future. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. God bless you. I just feel that the Lord would like to talk to us through the gifts of the Spirit. If you won't be in a hurry, if you'll just stand there waiting upon the Lord. Don't look at anything, but in your mind, see Jesus only. And maybe someone will obey the Lord here tonight, and we will hear that voice from heaven. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us. Praise God. Amen. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yes. Yes. Speak to us, Lord. I've waited a long time for you, saith the Lord. I've watched you. I've seen your struggles. I have seen your tears. I have seen the desires of your heart and I want to tell you my people this night that I have heard you, I have seen you, I have loved you and I am present with you tonight. You have not seen all the things that I want to do for you because I've waited for you to make your move forward and I still have great things that you don't know about, but that I am anxious to give to you. And this night, if you will make a new consecration and surrender to the Lord thy God, I will show you great and mighty things which thou knowest not, saith the Lord. Oh, <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Bless your worthy name, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Don't be afraid to turn loose. Don't be afraid to turn loose. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your understanding. Glory to God. Glory to God. 
If you're wrestling with something and you need help, come on to the front. Thank you, brother, for paving the way. I want you to realize God is a God of the present. So come on. Come on. Come on. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.